Hey y'all, it's Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey y'all. Hey guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, if you're celebrating. Yeah, so we're going to keep it cute today because, you know, we want to. So, nice and short. Yeah, I don't really have that much for news this week. Um, Yeah, there's really not a whole lot going on, at least not that I know of. Um, But they did announce the semifinalists for the Sphinx competition, so shout out to everybody. Um who made it there and it's not an easy feat i wonder how many people they get a lot so i wonder um, if it is a lot though i feel like because it's like i feel like new people always turning up that's true and i mean i feel like the money is like oh 50k period but i feel like if you would know sphinx it's like if you were in you would be like hold on yeah there are a lot of i feel like they're yeah there are a lot of people who if they know and have been around would not apply like willy-nilly like you you yeah. go back for months yeah. but they changed the rep this year too so it's gonna be interesting so let's see Period. if i'm there we don't, don't know <laughs> um yeah um oh yeah i didn't mean to um i hope i didn't offend anybody i didn't mean to say i know some people don't celebrate thanksgiving but i am so happy thanksgiving <laughs> I'm, I'm, and i don't think be offended by that uh, well, uh, it's a non-religious well, holiday i feel like but it is you know genocide and, and oh, so yeah so yeah in my head i was like if you're celebrating but you know i just woke up so anyway not important um i mean it is but you know what i mean that and the other thing that i forgot um to mention is that anthony tomasini who is the chief classical music critic at the new york times is stepping down after 21 years there so who got next if you like if you like to criticize classical music then i mean i'm i i'm almost positive they will just promote someone but maybe their job will be up for for grabs and I know we talked about that one article that was in I care if you listen about how they need to diversify who they're hearing from in terms of classical music critics and journalists and things like that it's New York Times so I don't have much faith in that I feel like they want them institutions that could just do whatever yeah so I don't really have that much faith but you know what maybe it'll what do they maybe it'll trickle down whatever white man they promote into his position and then whatever white man they promote into that position that he got maybe that third position you can get that it's just like <laughs> DEI yay that's really, that's really how they be <laughs> maybe that third position will need somebody to wash their car yeah it's or like, walk their dog like or volunteer right for the exposure yeah so so apply (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, because the New York Times is not, you know, I'm I'm a subscriber, but not for classical music content. So I subscribe to some of the newsletters. I haven't read all of them yet because, like, I subscribe to I got excited because I did subscribe to the New York Times, which you just reminded me because I haven't read it since I subscribed. So I'm going to do that. But um, when I paid for it, you could sign up for all the newsletters. And so I just clicked on, like, literally every single one that sounded interesting to me. And then yeah. it got overwhelming. I didn't read any of them. <laughs> and I just stuck to reading the same newsletter that I've been reading for free without subscribing. So um, that's interesting. I said I would. I'm just going to wait for my... Uh, I'm gonna wait for my life to stop being a tilt to world, which probably will never happen. I was just about to say, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> but I just need like if when I have a so you know like you know like when I'm home for Christmas and I'm just idling around, not doing nothing type thing, you know. Which also won't happen. But like I'll be doing. I was about to say because I was like we mentioned doing something. Now I was like, well, maybe over the break. And you was like, I don't get a break. And I was like, okay, not you. Yeah, cause you gonna have a lesson on Christmas. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Christmas, what I envision, I mean, I can't because, you know, the devil loves to do different stuff, but um, the Christmas I envision doing what I normally doing, which is bouncing around the city of Chicago. I love Christmas time. I want to do different things. So uh-huh. that's what I mean. But, you know, if I'm sitting in my grandma's living room, I could open a new, uh, one of them, several. I, I subscribe to at least five or six of them. So I get seven. Well, I get the daily one daily, except for oh Saturdays. But the other ones aren't daily. I've noticed because I was like, I was like, dang, I don't want these to become every day. But the only one that's daily is like the summary of what's going on. Mm. Yeah, I, and it's funny because I had two. I subscribed to two, a couple maybe like last year, like a couple months ago, before like way before I was not way, but a couple months before I became a subscriber, and I remember having to to unsubscribe because I was like I'm literally not reading these they're building up they're like whatever and I'm the type if I can't I like to read I read every email I get and so I it annoys me because it's like I don't have the mental capacity to read this but I can't mark it as unread because I have not read it oh that's why you delete them so it's like that's why you delete them (laughs) oh and I hate oh no 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 no. I only delete yeah I, I very rarely delete emails only if they're like spam emails or something like that but really most of those most of the emails i get because i sort my emails so i do have a folder for every new york times subscription i have they all go into the same folder even sorting them into the folder i know i'm not going to come back to them so even that i'm like i only really sort them after i've read them but um yeah but then once i subscribed from those to my stupid self once i re once i was subscribed to um the new york times in general and then they had all those subscriber only newsletters i was like oh click click, yeah, click girl click, i was click. clicking clicking <laughs> girl i get the one the veggie which is like the vegetarian and stuff and i get the music one and, and then they have some that's like individual people and i'm like oh this is a scholar on this yeah. let me see what you got to say and it's just like girl i literally cannot keep up like yeah okay them giving us one what that event anyway <laughs> they, they i'll be saying stuff they're not gonna give us anything they're gonna click <laughs> on this podcast and they're gonna be like actually yeah we're a little too their audience would not what, 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 what do you call that honest <laughs> i was gonna say 
I, there's a word that I'm thinking of and I can't think of it, but we're a little too scruffy for the New York Times. <laughs> like yeah. a little too, like you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, 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 yeah. We're a little rough around the edges. Cause I remember that. Remember they did that article. They did an article about classical music podcast, and I was like, oh. And I was like, yeah, I don't know why I was expecting to see, expecting to see us here. Oh no. <laughs> it was Triloquy was in there. Shout out to them. And then Yo Yo Ma apparently has a podcast, and does. then there was like a. <laughs> yeah and then there was like a third and fourth one and i was just like yeah we're not uh, like well like packaged enough for that i feel like yeah, <laughs> because yeah. classical music classical black is very much like it is what it is this way yeah. hey y'all <laughs> <laughs> is it linked in the description i said it was is it right. also the titles it don't even be like yeah it's not giving new york times it's not and that's okay it's giving, it's giving jet magazine uh, and, and good. good i was about to say yeah. very much essence right but jet don't exist no yeah, more so like, i guess it's not good, that's, that's, good <laughs> essence yeah it's giving very much essence and some would argue that's better i, I, so. I would argue it's better so so because i feel like the minute we start opening up the minute we start opening up to too many people finding out about us then it's like then we got to start dealing with trolls and stuff like that and that's that might be exhausting so mm. dang i mean of course i want people um, to be black but i don't yeah i would have to set up some type of thing in place where i wasn't looking at stuff because oh yeah, that's the best way to do you got to mute words what i do for youtube yeah you said you do it for youtube oh, yeah. Yeah, because I, bully I, me I, off my channel. I watch. This is my, this is my channel. <laughs> a YouTuber I watch, she was saying how she got certain stuff muted. She's like, yeah, if you're talking about that, I don't even see it. What's the <laughs> point of being vegan if you going to eat faux meat? I'm like, what's the point of commenting on my stuff if you're going to get blocked? Like, right. girl, this is my channel. Go, there are people <laughs> on here boiling grass. Go watch them boil grass. Like, this is my stuff. I'm, we having a good time. The people over here mad cool. We be chilling. Watch me fry tofu. Go watch the girls that making acai bowls, cause there's like there's a thousand of them. They all doing the same stuff. So go watch them. Like yeah, I got certain words. Me, that's why Alyssa Ashley, who's a beauty, um, who's a beauty creator, Alyssa has not posted a YouTube video since last year. Sometimes I'd be wondering like, how does she? But I forget she's really into photography, so she did like a lot of photo shoots with like like Choice Brown and stuff like that. So. She's in that photography bag. She also still does content for Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, brands. So uh, I feel like that's how she's sustaining herself. Cause also she like has a lot of money. So I'm like, how are you sustaining this lifestyle? Um, not that she's flashy or anything. Not that there's anything wrong being flashy. But I'm saying like her twin sister Arnell is posting YouTube twice a week and it's flashy. She's in the Dominican Republic right now. So I'm like, how are y'all living the same life? Whatever. Um, and she, they basically, she's like, I don't know about YouTube. They hate me over there. And you go to her channel, 2 million subscribers. And it was like, you could not tell me anything if I had 2 million subscribers. Like, and you could tell like Alyssa, like, I don't know her obviously, but she's very sensitive and, and, and she's like, why are you guys being mean to me? You know, like definitely not like, oh, man. you know, like, God, I'm just, <laughs> I'm asking you, bro. It's like the, all the wrong people. Like I don't, ain't got nothing against her. 
Like, congratulations to you. But it be all the people that be, oh, my God, my two million subscribers. Girl, shut up. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like, I love Alyssa give so me much. two million subscribers. I can handle right? it. Like, girl, if you don't mute. If you don't, and people love people love you and they love your personality. So either mute, either mute the mute certain words like she, um, which will kind of be kind of hard because like people be like, um, comparing her to Arnell or and vice versa. I'm like mute Arnell's name, which kind of would suck because people could be like, oh, I love you and Arnell. I don't know, girl. I will figure it out or turn your comments off. People would still watch you because like you're Alyssa Ashley. But I'm like, I can imagine, girl. Like, you got, you know how much money you're making with 2 million subscribers? Girl. I mean, I don't know how much she would make now because just because you have 2, in her case, you know, just because you have 2 million subscribers and you're not posting how many of the subscribers are active, people be forgetting that they subscribe to you, you know, so they might not watch your content. Because people be mad. For sure. People be mad, which, like, rightfully so, if you you don't post in 8 months and then you come back and, God forbid, you come back with a, with a sponsor, sponsored video. Uh, that's the reason why you're posting because you have a sponsored sponsored content i feel like even if even if half of those people are active like it's still enough to make you something that is you know something significant i'm just like dang i'd be feeling bad because Alyssa, like she seems like she's such like like down to earth sensitive cute person she's like why are you guys being mean like don't be mean (laughs) people are mean girl get used to it it's like it's hard (laughs) and it's like a lot of uh influencers talk about that it's like you're supposed to get over it, right? But it's just like yeah. we're not meant to take that kind of. You're not meant to yeah. live like that, you know. So, yeah. just like you don't. But I know it's easier said than done. Some people, some people really care about what people say about yeah. them. Yeah, and they and they want to interact with their fans. So it's it is kind of a minefield when you want to be down there replying to people, and then you inevitably run into stuff that's going to uh, make you feel bad about yourself. Um. Yeah. Some people don't care, like, like Aaliyah's face. I talked about Aaliyah's face on here before. She don't care. She's like, girl, anyway. Uh, she's like, yeah, I don't know my life. You don't know me at all. Like, her vlogs are very long. I appreciate it. Her vlogs be like between an hour, hour and a half of her whole week. She's like, you see an hour and a half of my life. I'm tired. Yeah. So people be like, why don't you show your man? She's like, it's on a couple's channel. She's like, she probably escort. And she's like, if you want to think that, you can. <laughs> like, I don't show my like you see an hour and a half of my life if that's what you if that's what you want to think like unpack that and I was like yes ma'am I don't yeah but I think it's harder she's a a beauty uh content creator which is that makes it worse like I make it over yeah people pick, <laughs> picking apart your appearance and stuff yeah. and like that's what they did yeah so. it's too much yeah but I'm just glad like I just feel like so many of these. Like the platforms, they do have these things that will help you control what you see. Yeah. And I feel like some people, there's been like this stigma put around it. Like, like I've seen this like thing where it's like, oh, you block somebody. Oh my God, that's so extra. That's so this and that. And it's just like, I got annoyed by a random person I don't know and I elected to never see them again. It's not that big of a deal. Like, it's not, I get on social media for, like, this is, this is a choice. I don't have to be here. Why would I choose? to be looking at stuff that makes me upset yeah if i could just click a button and then it's gone yeah <laughs> like, i'll be muting people all the time <laughs> now i mean words words phrases like all type of stuff oh that annoyed me today i don't want to hear it again yeah no thank you <laughs> 
I saw this one so. this one girl tweet. She she had like four hundred something things muted, and I was just like, "Amen." It's like you want to curate your experience, so yeah, I guess. I do because um, what was I about to say? Oh, I think they should take it further. They need a way to mute ideas because sometimes like there'd be some stuff where I'm like this particular thing like they didn't say a certain word that I can mute but like just this whole situation I'm annoyed with can you just mute everything about this Mm -hmm. like but you know what I don't think that's coming anytime soon so anyway that was the news this week alright let's keep it pushing time for the intermission so I thought it would be cute if we played a little game something a little different this year Oh, relax. Not what is what is all of this theatrics, madam? Oh, I know you're not talking about no theatrics. Keep going. I don't know what you mean by that, so I will. Um, yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So. Okay. Nobody knows what you're doing. Why are you why Why are you repeating that, Katie? Not you gaslighting me. <laughs> anyway, um, I thought it'd be cute to play a game of Family Feud. So. What I'm going to do is I'm going to... It doesn't really help. This is kind of biased a little bit because i already seen these questions. But um, Delaney's going to give an answer. I'm going to give an answer. And then I'm going to post it. I think I'm going to... I can't... At first I was like... No, okay. I'll post it on our stories. And then I'll just announce next week like which what was the most popular... What was the most popular answer? Like Family Feud. It's just going to be delayed. I'm okay. not going to find out right now. Okay, so here's the first question. Are you guys listening? I'm going to post them again, like I said, on IG. So, okay. First question is, name something from Thanksgiving dinner that will be hard to eat in zero gravity. Oh, those were the questions? Yeah. I was like, I don't remember answering these. Hard to eat in zero gravity. Gravy. Okay, I'm going to say greens. Let me write these down. So I, that was gonna be, I was going to say that at first time. I was like, yeah. Let me write these down so I can remember for next week. You better hope enough black people follow us. Could the white people eat greens at Thanksgiving? I don't think so. Oh, God. <laughs> can't change it now. Right, can't change it now. Okay. This next one I have a I have an answer, but it has to be you have to do one that'll be the most popular, so I guess that's fine. Name a composer who will make a terrible Thanksgiving guest. Wagner. Okay, I'm gonna say Beethoven. Yeah, he was kinda rude, huh? Why are you going? I mean, he has he had his little thing. He had his um thing that he stuck in his ear, right? Did he? I don't know. I don't know if that was for dramatics. Um, I was gonna say um, <laughs> I was gonna say George Walker because I heard he was very rude. But you know, he's not gonna be in my house with all that. But anyway, we move. <laughs> <laughs> Name something you would hate. 
to have break on Thanksgiving? Your oven. That's gonna be wild. Cause Father God, if your oven breaks, you're screwed. There go the mac and cheese. There go your rolls, your dressing, your turkey. <laughs> Dang, I was gonna say. I was gonna say oven. Um, cause, I mean, I have to say, I'd say fridge, but that doesn't really matter. You could just cook everything in there. And also, then Black Friday the next day. Uh, I mean, it still would be kind of inconvenient yeah. though, because it, fridge, yeah, and then the stuff is rotting because your Thanksgiving food is not the only thing in there. You got stuff rotting in your fridge. You can't open and close it that much, so it's like you better hope you got a lot of counter space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fridge is very valuable on on Thanksgiving. Okay. Now you have a room temperature drinks. Oh yeah, see. Oh, but you guys still got a freezer though. Oh, okay. But assuming that the whole fridge breaks. Yeah. Do you have a deep freezer? My mom has a deep freezer. No. I mean, we got two houses though. Like, so we do Thanksgiving at my grandma's house, but we could do it over here. But you know, that's very specific and has nothing and also, to do with this game. So keep making how inconvenient <laughs> that is, because like, don't your grandma live like kind of not far, but like not next door. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, it'll be inconvenient. Okay, name something green that you would see at a Thanksgiving table. Greens. Okay, it has to be a popular answer. Because my Thanksgiving table probably going to have Kalaloo. But I'm going to say green beans. Yeah, say that. <laughs> you're going you, you're <laughs> to win by default with that one, for sure. Okay, last one. Name something that you would hide before the guests arrive. Hide? Yeah. I'm gonna say liquor. Hmm. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, what the heck? Hide before I have a big Thanksgiving, so it's like um I was gonna say like anything breakable. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I don't really know how to say that. But your valuables, so I don't know. Yeah, because I only have Thanksgiving with my family, so you don't really tie nothing. Nobody thieving over there, right? So. Same. I've never had a big Thanksgiving. Oh, one year, one year, but other- one year I did, and it was bad. Because we had well. Cause my uncle, he was going, he was in the army, so he was like about to get deployed or something. And so we went to th- to Vegas. We didn't eat till like nine p.m. <laughs> the food was not good because the we actually when we got home to L.A. we had another Thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> because the dressing it had chicken and cheese and broccoli in it. Katie. What? Katie. <laughs> It's like it's bad enough that we ate at like nine because usually Thanksgiving dinners are at like three. Yeah, it's always, it's like, always early. <laughs> so it's like it's bad enough because we, of course, we thought we was eating early, so we didn't eat nothing all day. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, never a freaking can. <laughs> well, y'all, that was cute, and we're moving on. We'll let you know. I'll let you know next week. If I remember to do this because uh, I don't even be posting the episode because I remember on Tuesday. So, all right. So, 
Well, it's Thanksgiving, y'all. We're having a Thanksgiving episode. We're going to talk about some things that we're thankful for. Period. Stay tuned. Okay. Okay. So let's go down. We have we have seven things here. So just follow along. And you can always like participate with us and pontificate on your year or whatever. You know, that's my favorite word right now. Okay. What is a who is or yeah, who is not what is who is a teacher that you are thankful for? Yeah, I'm going to take this one off. Um, because, but then I was like, no, because she probably got somebody. I don't have any. I didn't have any teachers this year. Oh, snap. What about a mentor? I was a free agent. Got a free agent. You, yeah. What about a mentor? Um, dang, what was it? And you know, time means nothing. So, um, but I mean, dang. I mean, I do have a couple people that I could that I could choose from. Um, well, shout out to Angelica, first of all. Hey, Hopefully, though. I mean, she listens sometimes. I mean, yeah, but like I had a couple people that I could. I could choose from but then I was just like I was caught up on teacher um Angelica was my boss when I was at LA Phil um and also just somebody that I asked for recommendations and is a friend and like you know like not she wasn't what I mean is like she wasn't just my boss and now she's not my boss no more like we still are in contact and that is rare for me because I'm very much team I'm here to work so (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) when I got somebody from work that I would actually like to to stay in contact with it's like okay period you know and nothing wrong with that because people be making it seem like you're difficult if you if you don't no i think also depends on like i feel like the majority of people that i see with that whole like no friends at work i'm here to work thing are like corporate people i feel like it, it can get hard when depending on the depending on your profession because if you had that mentality in orchestra you would not get tenure if you didn't talk to nobody in your section you didn't but that's not what that means to me like people i mean maybe to a certain extent but like people be like you add a structure to the situation i never said i wasn't cordial i'm not like it's not like you ask me for my weekend i'm be like don't talk to me i'm working like <laughs> but like not i just mean like i'm not personal things yeah like i just mean like i'm not it's not everything gotta be let's have drinks after every meeting because honestly what it turns into especially because most of the time it's forced like obviously if it's if we end up friends and it's not forced and it's like that's one thing but most of the time it's forced then y'all waste half a meeting wanting to force that relationship when we could have just did what we was here to do and now we gotta work late because we wasted the meeting like that kind of stuff gets on my nerves oh yeah i can see that (laughs) but i mean some people like i've seen people talk about like on twitter or on social media in general they'll be like like don't talk to me like good morning it's nothing past good morning you don't know nothing nothing that's going on in my life you don't know like that and i'm not saying like you got to be like well yeah you know my last child i don't know but i'm not saying that but it's like you know like my um my stand partner at the last conference uh conference you hear me my stand partner at the last concert like was showing me pictures of her granddaughter you know and it's just like I was like, oh my god, you know, and ask me about my weekend or whatever, and it's like, there are people who are against that, you know. I think it, I mean it depends on your comfort level. No one's forcing anybody to do anything, um, but I do think um, certain fields are more conducive to like completely shutting down and it's only high and by, and 
and be more open because it's like also like not everybody's very social not everybody's in is comfortable in in situations like that Mm -hmm. so i'm also just like you know how i feel there are certain social norms that i think we need to get rid of small talk is one of them i don't mind saying like my weekend or whatever i don't mind that i'm not gonna be mad or upset about that and i understand that it's like and i'm a polite person i will ask how are you and stuff like that how are you doing whatever but um also something like that would make me so uncomfortable because you know i don't like kids i would really have to pretend <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why i just feel like this kind of like i feel like small talk just assumes a certain comfort level for everybody that is not there mm-hmm. and then people treat you like you're weird if you do if you're not comfortable with it so i think anyway, like my problem with small about. talk is it like i think by and large i don't mind it it just like I don't mind small talk with like people I know. Like if we're in the same orchestra, we all literally walk to the same rehearsal. I don't mind having conversations with people. I don't mind having um, conversations with people like people that I'm socializing with. Like we're at a yeah. conference. I don't mind small talk. Like I, I don't mind it. The problem I have with small talk, I don't even mind. I don't know. That's why I can't even say. I I, I, I don't know. I can't say. I, I had to think of instances of small talk where I don't like like my landlord's a prime example she gets on my nerves and the problem the, the way my living situation is set up in memphis is I, i'm renting a coach house which is great i actually really like it here this is like the biggest apartment i've had i drive up right to my door all that stuff the problem is me a coach house sits where a garage normally sits right so that means that i my landlord and i park in the same little parking lot driveway thing so i just feel like she could be a little bit nosy and i just have to shut all that down i'm like i don't do that it doesn't even give southern <clears throat> it doesn't give southern hospitality to me as much as it gives being nosy like one day um i had to take my car for some work so my car wasn't there she's like oh i didn't see your car and i'm like that's not your business <laughs> like I'm like, what do you I, I hated that that really was the downfall from there on out like i just uh, avoid her and that's that kind of stuff i was walking into a gig um last sunday minding my business this lady i did not know with no mask on came up and i'm walking in i also don't have a mask on so i'm just like oh i'm not trying to get no covid from this lady she over here just asking me about my viola i understand my case is purple but my case being purple is not my fault like don't i don't this is like you know that kind of stuff like i just and i i think it's just situational this is why i was say by and large i don't think i mind small talk because sometimes if i'm just not in the mood to talk <clears throat> that's not me liking not liking small talk that's me like i don't like unnecessary conversations which someone can argue that that's what small talk is but it is it's very unnecessary but you know what i just realized what it was oh but she was literally in the middle of a sentence what are you saying? <laughs> no i mean because i feel like sometimes small talk is necessary you know like for example like talking with you interacting with your colleagues you know i think that's necessary to have like a good environment but you coming up to me randomly just to ask about my case and tell me how you used to play whatever instrument in high school like i think it's cute but it's also like it's early i don't have a mask on you don't have a mask on i don't know you i will never come back to this church not my denomination not my style not my vibe this you know what i'm saying like can we just like you could be like oh, hi good morning and that's what about your way i don't i don't know so that's why i feel like See? i just be annoyed uh in certain situations so i just like where'd it go so I feel like there's a different like I feel like th- with your coworkers, small talk and a greeting is like I could do a greeting and the greeting includes that hey how are you, you know that 
type of like the initial of the small talk it don't have to go into well the weather today and the da, 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 da. like i don't think it really needs to go all of that but what i will say i realize what it is i don't like small talk that's not going nowhere okay i'm not yeah, saying you know. that I don't yes, yes, yes. yeah like it'd be different if like because like when you said like you're at a conference you meet like you could you could start off with small talk and then you get to know someone and then mm-hmm. you know and that's how it with colleagues that do turn into friends it does start off with small talk and then you get into big talk okay. but i don't like it when it's like we've small we've we've done small talk four times or six times or ten times at this point we already know this is not going anywhere after we've small talked for six times maybe we just say hi and bye when we see each other because we're not we're not friends and that's okay it's okay we could be nice to each other and not be friends at the same time yeah i don't think we need i don't think it needs to devolve into twiddling our thumbs okay. and looking around the room what, what what can we small talk we can small talk about the agenda to the meeting <laughs> that's what we can small talk about oh so yeah and that's different that's different <clears throat> so i mean like i don't disagree with you i th- i'm but i'm a pretty social person i'm not the most i'm not a social butterfly but um no i'm definitely not a social butterfly let's be real so, i am being real but we have we well, can, i already know we have different perspectives on this because you claim to be an introvert which is hilarious i am an <laughs> introvert are you kidding <laughs> I am a I I I would I would love to know one person in your life that would agree with you on that. Because my definition of introvert I know it's different because if you you're trying to make it fit to what no, you No, because even I listened to I listened to a podcast years ago because mm-hmm. everyone everyone think because you're making it seem like I was looking for things to back up my philosophy on me being introvert no I always thought for a long time that I was an extrovert but that didn't really curl over to me because and then I listened to this episode from a podcast that I really respect to keep Dr. Takia Robinson they did it they did an episode on that on introvert and whatever and it's really the idea that I have to recharge alone that's the that's the thing like that's why I get introvert from like and also I enjoy my own company I like being alone. Literally introvert. I have to recharge. If I go to a gathering, woo, fun, ah, I can't do more of that until I have alone time to recharge and get my bearings. That's why I think I'm an introvert. Can you, like, inbox me if you, DM me if you if you understand where I'm coming from because this is going nowhere with my co-host. But all I'm saying is I didn't, even, I didn't pull that out the atmosphere. I didn't pull that, like, literally that made so much sense to me. Because I'm like, okay, boom. Like, do I like, like, how this season's coming up? I like excitement. I'm probably going to, I'm going to host a couple of dinners. I'm going to do all that. That's insane. Like, you know, I'm going to host, because the Kwanzaa fees, I'm, I'm planning. Because you initiate social activities. That is crazy to me. Like, I'm going to host, you know, going to the ballet. I got all this stuff planned. I'm going to do all that. But, like, but. I have to recharge alone by myself in solitude. Like Christmas Eve, I do the same thing for Christmas Eve every year. I spend Christmas Eve alone watching Eloise at Christmas time, drinking hot chocolate. Oh, I can't wait. Introvert. Whatever, Katie. This is DM this me, appropriation. DM me if you understand what I'm talking about because this is going absolutely nowhere. I mean, this, whatever. This is cultural appropriation. Are you y'all. kidding? 
okay at, at, okay i will say at the very least because delaney's a, like a textbook introvert i feel like what people would like associate i'm borderline a recluse Okay, I'm very borderline, and the pandemic has made it worse. It it actually kind of got scary because so many people were acting were like, "Dang, I'm I'm a introvert, but even I'm like, you know, I look you need to go outside." I have never once been tired of being in the house. <laughs> being in the house, it's been almost it's been almost two years. Jeez, I I could never like I, I truly believe I could never leave the house again and be and be happy. The only reason why I make myself go outside is because I know it is not healthy to be inside all the time. I just I know that. Mm. So, and that's why I prefer to, that's another reason why I prefer to live alone. Cause it makes, I have to leave the house for some things. I have to, because if I did not have to, I wouldn't. <laughs> so. So you've been outside more than me. I haven't left my house today. is Sunday. I've left my house since. Wednesday. Cause I had to. Have I had to? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't left my house since Wednesday. I like being inside, but I also like doing things. It's a balance. Let's see. I don't like doing things. Sometimes I be sometimes I gotta make myself do things because I know I like my friends be like so. Cause I'm very much like, I'm not a type like oh I'm in your city let's get together I'm like. Cause once I'm probably not one I'm probably not gonna be in your city, and two. I can text you. Oh okay. But anyway, I know a lot of things Kate you just gotta let Katie have it so. I mean, I'm not letting you have it. Or, no, I'm not letting you have it. Sorry, you just got to let Katie believe what she wants to believe. And Listen, I'm, I am following the definition of okay. an introvert. And you said you were borderline recluse. So I feel like that's different. Okay. We definitely are different. <laughs> okay, a composer. Do I have one? Yeah, a, a composer you're grateful for? You said your teacher already? Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> Jen Arnold, what the heck? And you know what's crazy? Um, she was also mine in twenty nineteen. I don't remember talking about that because I was like, I, I didn't start working with Jen till this year. But it was foreshadowing because I played for Jen after Gateways in twenty nineteen, and that was the best lesson I like ever had. And mind you, I remember saying that on the show and felt feeling bad because I was I work with Mr. Taylor. I don't mean it like that, but it was like I I graduated Eastman like three months before that, so like it was just like it was like the best excerpt lesson because I only played excerpt for it. It was just like nope, you gotta do this and this and this. I wasn't there for like she gave me so much of her time, and fast forward to now, um, I don't know what I would do without Jen, and I, I, that's not even that's not even an exaggeration at all. Yeah, one day I'm gonna do a te- one day I'm gonna do a tell all about okay about, tell all but about a lot of things, but um. You could you could do with that what you will, but I will say that I would be screwed without Jen. I'm very, 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 very grateful. I don't even know how else, how how much I could. I don't even have the words to say. Um, and she'd be wearing me out because I'd be tired every time. <laughs> every time, I could never I could never go do something else after. I'd be ready to lay down. But yeah, very grateful for that. Okay, a piece you're thankful for? Oh, a piece of that we're doing composer next. Oh shoot, what am I doing? Do I do this every week? Because <laughs> Jen is not a composer, not to my knowledge. Okay, um, a composer you're thankful for? 
a composer that I'm thankful for, I'm gonna say Terrence Blanchard because I really enjoyed Aww, yeah. Fire Shut Up in My Bones. It's my first, I won't say only, it was my first Met experience. I might be back for the Malcolm X opera. Um, but yeah, and it was a it was a good one. You know, I don't really care for opera all that much. Um, but it made me think like, you know, I might could see what opera's talking about, you know? And then let's see the magic flu. Here go the best part. You wanna do the octave up, Katie? Anyway, listen, I'm not gonna I'm not too, I'm not one to advocate for Mozart, but there is a recording of Diana Damro singing that aria on YouTube. You when I tell you that woman can sing, you can hear the overtones when she does that. Mm. It is so crystal clear. She sing like Fuji water. You know what I'm saying? Like Okay. Oh, uh, what's the name of that aria? Queen of the Night aria. Queen of the Night. If yeah. y'all y'all gotta go find that record, I'm telling you, I'm not listen. I'm not even trying to gas it. I have never heard no aria like that before, sung like that. Well, that really that's what put me on a Diana Damro actually. Like wow, wow, the talent. Imagine if I could do certain stuff like that, you would just never hear from me. I mean, never mind. You would have to hear from me to for me to get paid. But like you couldn't tell me nothing. That's what it would be. You couldn't tell me nothing. Um, a composer that I am grateful for. Let me think. What was my last time was? Who did I play this year? Who did I play this year? Oh, what's his name? Black Excellence. Because I played his piece and then he came to the Memphis Symphony. What is his name? He wrote In Memory and he wrote that little um symphony that we played. Was it a symphony? I don't think it was a symphony. I mean, yeah, kind of. It was giving symphony. It was giving symphoric. That's not a word. What's his name? <laughs> Here you go. Quinn Mason. Yeah. He could write. <laughs> Period. That's why I could never work for the New York Times. I'm like, yup, could write. On phone and grave. And you could pay me. Period. You could pay me for that. Okay, a piece that you're thankful for? Um, A piece that I'm thankful for, and you know what kind of irritated me when I was looking up? Because I was looking at my, what I, what I had seen on YouTube, and what it brought up was that one song that we were talking about the, the other day, by that white lady. Oh, Father God. Yeah, God, oh my gosh. Um, Anyway, it was a, a song by a white lady that used to, a slur multiple times and it was like, just what very... is that even a, I was gonna look up the and then it came like I, I was gonna look up the back backing of it like what where's the audacity from and I just couldn't I, I kinda did basically it's a song it's called Walk and Roll Nigger and it's just her saying that over and over again and well actually, I didn't listen to the whole thing but um she definitely says the n-word over and over again and it's all about oh well it actually means this and anybody could be one and it's one of those uh, dumbass see and that's what I was worried about with that Julius Eastman um that was my question to Brittany about that Julius Eastman talk that he gave at Northwestern is that mm. what it, the white people were gonna get from that but there's no way to I was curious if that ever came up, but there was no way to quantify that. 
Yeah, because she was very much well. Anybody uh, nigger is about the the artistic outsider, and I'm like, girl, no, it's not. <laughs> you are not. A, <laughs> what are you talking about? You not inherit the kingdom of God. You won't. Yeah. You won't. And she's she only, she's younger than my grandma, I think. And um, yeah, she's still walking around here, and which just surprised me because I mean, but um, but um, what was I finna say? Oh yeah, that I saw in the YouTube comments. Some she was like this one lady. She was like, "Well, I'm a black woman, oh, and yeah. I think she, she's a wonderful genius." I was like, "Girl, if you don't shut the hell up." You, yeah, some of y'all. Did you <laughs> comment that? No, I thought you, I thought you were going to. I look, might go back. There's a lot of black people. This is YouTube. There was a lot of black people in their comments talking about how I'm black and I like this song, and I'm like, and that's alarming. You're right, <laughs> and so you should talk to God and about this. Like. Um. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> back to the piece I'm thankful for. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. A piece that I'm thankful for. I'm gonna choose uh Shelter Island, which is a piece by Xavier Foley. Um, for violin and bass. Um, I'm just thankful for it because I really like the piece and it has. I've been. I've said before. Like I think he's just his sound is just very unique, and I've been listening to it over and over and over again. And yeah. Um. Okay. So my first thought, I'm just gonna go with my first thought is the Mendelssohn Scherzo, and I say that because that piece finally does not have to mean a chokehold, thanks to Jen. Um, I really had to work that piece, and finally, it's like one of my strongest excerpts. And that might not sound like a lot, but when I tell you that used to sound like gravel for ever since the minute I put bow to string and learned it for the first time. I don't know what it was. I'm not saying it's perfect. You know, you know, it gets a little feisty in the middle sometimes. It gets a little pitchy at sea. If you know, you know, at sea what happens. But, yeah, that's my piece. I mean, to the point that I'm preparing a huge list right now, and I had to divide it up so I could, like, do, you know, the stuff I don't know well, slash stuff I, slash the stuff, um, stuff I don't know well sorry slash the things I don't know at all I have to do those first and I'm like okay so what am I pushing to the back and Mendelssohn scared someone right to the back I'm gonna I don't gotta bring that out until this week and I was like period also shout out to uh I said I was gonna say this shout out to uh Joseph Conyers who I met with last week um it was such a good time and I'm just so grateful he gave me so much of his time I was not expecting that and that's that's I love that I love that there's people that I can rely on and trust and he's just so brilliant and so smart and reminded me of my listen to Mr. Taylor low-key because the way <laughs> you know I caught some strays I'm provoked um okay <laughs> well definitely pro- provoked uh but it's reminded me of that banter that I love and I was really grateful he was like <laughs> he was I played oh this is what I really really happened because I remembered so he asked me like oh do you have the music i'm like i have the you know how most of our stuff we repeating right so i was like i was like i, I got confused for a second because i have done this so there's a viola excerpt where it repeats so i had i'm like i just had the first page because i know it's the exact same as the last time and he's like are you sure i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure maybe one note but you know i'm pretty sure and he's like see now i know your business and remember that one audition you took and i said ah oh, ah oh. Uh, uh. Not that one audition. I mean, that I was like, I felt that in my ebo bowl. Um, 
but yeah it was a good time and i learned a lot and i took so many notes and also i do want to say this i can say it right here so i played my uh hey joe i played my little beethoven three today for jen and she was like it's night and day so you know i thank you i thank you so it's one of and if you yeah i'm not gonna say that well i'm gonna say you could put it together the people i think for that excerpt jen and <laughs> so okay next one a friend Um, a friend that I'm thankful for. I mean, I'm thankful for all my friends. That's what it's giving. Huh? That's what it's giving. <laughs> and this is so hard to to put this in the context of the last year because, literally, what is time? But, um. I want to say I'm thankful for my friend Free. My friend Free lives in Korea, so we really put effort into being able to talk to each other because we're very much the type of friends that we can we can pick up where we left off, you know. Because mm-hmm. um, I haven't seen Free in person since maybe 2018, and before that, the last time I had seen her was in 2016. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, she just moved to Korea like a couple. It hasn't been a year yet, so there's really not a legitimate reason why we hadn't seen each other in that long but um i think this past year we have been trying to talk to each other um more and we as a type i'll be on the phone with her for like seven hours <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah it's giving a move to korea low-key you said what it's giving a move to korea my cousin just moved back she was living in korea see well when katie wants to go to korea i remember when i had that mental break after I graduated because <laughs> <Kayla. laughs> what's what the worst part about that is y'all I feel like you I was on the phone with you and your mom was in the car and I feel because mom I feel like your mom was like this whole Katie thing not gonna work out <laughs> y'all I had just graduated from Eastman I feel like a lot of people can relate to this I just graduated from Eastman and I didn't get um I didn't get none of the um grad schools that I wanted I got into some but none of the ones that I wanted. So I was just like, I wasted all this time and Viola was a mistake. I mean, I have this, these feelings to be transparent at least three times a year, three, four times a year. Last time was July. So we'll see when I get them again. Viola was a mistake. And why am I doing this? And I should have been a dentist. And I was like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to move to Korea. I'm going to teach English. I'm just going to do a reset. Delaney was nicer. I feel like Delaney and I had just started being friends. Delaney was way nicer than Nikki. Nikki was like. I'm also just not that type of friend. Hmm because i don't like i don't that does, i'm not receptive to stuff like that mm. to like like um what do you call it? like tough love i'm not i'm not receptive to stuff so i that's not this is not the way i do stuff and also you're grown mm. so nikki i, I feel like i want to make sure i'm being clear about nikki y'all met nikki y'all know how nikki is yeah but like nikki it's not all tough love because I, i'm also not receptive to that i would not be her friend um but in that moment <laughs> Katie, you need to get a grip. <laughs> like you just graduated from from the best business schools in the country, and you'll be here talking about like get it together, freaking practice, and you'll be fine. But you're not going to no damn Korea. And I was like, um, now you're not you're not going to Korea. So that always surprises me <laughs> because of how you are. I've never seen you be able to like. I feel like Nikki's the only person Nikki's I can talk to you like old. that. Even my mama be like, "What you mean by that?" I'll be like, what you mean? Yeah. I'm not going. Because you were like, Delaney is nicer about it. Yeah, because I had to be. If I had been like that, you'd be like, well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so. I feel like Nikki, I 
feel like I don't even know why. I mean, and me and Nikki, we butt heads a lot. I feel like it's it's really it's our personalities. We're very similar personalities. Mm-hmm. She don't always get away with that, but you know, I was weak. I was like, it's one that just works. I, yeah, it's one of this like I have no idea. Yeah. How, so she, <laughs> I feel like she has three Aries placements. Like I think her big. Th- <gasps> I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think she's all Aries. Nikki oh. is she, she's nuts. She's like Yeah, I have a friend. I can speak freely about yeah, her, but she's not two here out to, of three. To, to to defend herself so I can speak freely. Sorry, what were we saying? <laughs> Cause she she wouldn't let me get that out, actually. Wow. I have a friend that's two out of three. And I feel like I'd have friends that are Aries that like I like them, but I always wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm like I'm like <laughs> This works, but I I'm not sure how. <laughs> when Nikki told me that, I was like, "Oh, this explains." I don't know how. I don't know how Nikki and I are friends. We have the same personality, except she's like times ten or a hundred. I don't know. Everything is f you and yeah, the delivery, the delivery. is very different. <laughs> and like, I hate driving with Nikki because Nikki, I hate drive. I listen. I hate. Luckily, she doesn't listen to classically black. So I don't have to worry about her hearing this because she will never give me a ride again. Well, I'll have to coach her because she'll be like, you don't, you hate driving me, right? You hate driving me, right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I hate driving with Nikki because Nikki is the type that, like, you know how, like, when you turn down your road rage if, like, mm. someone else is in the car? Nikki's like, don't mess with me. I'm crazy. I'm like, Nikki, but someone else is in here. She's like, you could die, too. <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> Nikki's like, I don't care. I could die, but you're not gonna cut me off. I was like, yo. <laughs> not you could die too. Whoa, Nikki no, is no, no, nuts. no, no, Nikki's nuts. She's she's oh, Nick. But the thing is, okay, so why are you friends with her? Nikki's a great person. Ride or die for your friend. She will. Nikki has my location. I can count on Nikki every single time. Yeah, not <laughs> I've been friends with Nikki since high school. We're going on 10, 11 years. Um. Longer, twelve years. Going on twelve years, like just like I talk to Nikki almost every day. Just like we work, but she's nuts, yeah. and I, I'm saying this because like I would never get this out around her because it wouldn't happen. But three Aries placements, she's off her rocker. I was like <laughs> sick in the head. <laughs> Not even. It's one of those things where people like people come up to us and be like, "Damn, when you talk about X person, like you make this thing terrible." It's one of those things where it's like, "Y'all, this is an hour and a half out of our lives." Yeah, like, like you, so it's like <laughs> you wouldn't understand me but, unless you saw us in person. Like, and also like I'm 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 quick to cut people off. Like, trust me, I like Nikki. Like you can ask you can ask a lot of people. Like, oh, I haven't seen you. Have you not seen me? Or I'm I, I'm very quick to snip snip. So. But that car, that car thing reminded me of my sister because she was on the phone and she was like, oh, my son not in the car so I could drive whoever. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I, like, I would also like to live. <laughs> Man, Nikki, I'd be like, I, I, I mean, these days. Well, hold okay, on. hold on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nikki, be, I'll be like, I'll drive. I'll drive. I'll drive myself. And, and don't, it don't help. She has, like, Nikki's very accomplished. She has she's has her msw she teaches uh she doesn't teach what am i saying i'm so used to saying that she has her msw she's a school social worker so now i don't help at all that she got a sports car so she be whipping that thing i'm just like listen (laughs) i will drive myself (laughs) i will drive myself yes some people yeah that's like my cousins some of my cousins they be driving like they in a video game i'm like bro (laughs) (laughs) it's real life I don't remember how we got here. Uh-huh. Oh, because he was talking about Korea. 
Yo, freaking. <laughs> I understand why that wasn't so. I, I genuinely don't understand. I understand. Okay, I understand why it's not supportive. I don't understand the resistance towards it. Like, because we know what you want, and you know what you want, and that has that fit nowhere in the equation. I'm very much about like I and I understand we've had this conversation about me. It can get it can be a hindrance, but because I'm really bad at just jumping into stuff head first, like oh let's just do it. I'm very much well, how do we plan? But I'm very much about strategy. If this something don't make sense in the equation, why is it here? You know what I mean? Well, I was like I could practice in Korea, so- <laughs> Katie. It worked out how it was supposed to work out, but uh, <laughs> I was trying to figure. I'm also like a solutions person. I'm like I need a job. So what are we gonna do? You know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but you have so many qualifications. You don't need to to Korea <laughs> to teach English. Get a job to teach. Right when you're literally certified to teach, <laughs> that's a thing. And what, what's crazy is like, I had called old girl and everything. Like it, the interview was set up and everything. I just never, I never went. But you know, dang, I was ready. And also, you know, I'll have to have a desire to live outside the United States, even if it's for a little bit, just to experience something else, to look at something else. <laughs> I told Nikki, because, like, Nikki, I talk about moving abroad all the time. She's like, I'm like, Nikki, you don't ever want to look at something else. She's like, you live in Memphis. Look there. <laughs> I'm like, all right. That's true. I'm like, you don't tire to get every day Howard Street, Michigan no. Avenue. Like, I'm just naming streets. Like, oh, like, streets in, because she lives off of Howard Street in Evanston. Oh. Howard is, like, a main street in Evanston, and she lives on, on Dobson. No, she doesn't. But I'm not gonna say her real street. I just realized it's not. Right. It's not. It's not Dobson, <laughs> but it's still whatever. So she lives off of Howard Street, <laughs> and I'm like every day, Nikki Howard Street, Ridge, Wilmette, Chicago, I-94, Lakeshore Drive. You don't get tired. She's like, no, I don't, and it's I don't. Right, and doesn't. <laughs> I was like, I want to look at this stuff. Look at Memphis. I'm like, okay, this conversation's going nowhere. So, yeah. She's like, you're not moving, and I was like, okay, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> she will. She'll see. So, like, yep, we will see. You staying <laughs> in America. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't say a friend. I think I said Nikki last time. I am very grateful for Nikki. So I think that's... A, I'll just keep that. Because I, I spent all the time talking about her. Um, Not I'll keep that. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, I already mentioned to my friend Ushane. Ushane, I didn't call Ushane. It's a, it's the Jamaican thing. Like, oh, I didn't know you you knew I was still alive. I actually hate when people say that to me. It's like I called my church sister the other day after like eight months and she was like, Oh, I didn't know you remember me. I didn't. Okay, can we just say uh, hi? Hello and, and have a conversation and then we Or no. She said I didn't know you remember me. I'm like, I did remember you. That's what I meant. Like I didn't or I you, I, didn't, I thought you forgot me. I didn't. I just I don't want to be on the phone all the time and yeah, other stuff is going on. Anyway, a family member that you are grateful for? Um, I would say, I mean, I'm grateful for a group of family members. I just saw a bunch of my cousins. I have a lot of cousins on my dad's side of the family. Um, and I don't see my dad's side of the family very often. Um, and yeah, I feel like yeah especially as an adult um can be very disconnected but 
and usually like if there's something going on on my dad's side my sister and I go together and my sister can go but it was I had a good time mm-hmm. um and it was nice to see all my family that I haven't seen them in years so um yeah and a lot of my cousins were like oh we're gonna start, we, you know we're gonna get together we're gonna invite you and stuff and I'm, I'm among the three youngest of the uh, maybe 20 20 or so cousins um and I'm among the three youngest, so it was like the three of us, we kind of linked up, and it was cute, because we're all within a year of each other, I'm the middle, and just one under me, one above me, so, yeah, and you know, I'm start doing stuff, having, you know, because like, you have to, like, people be, they be like friends with their cousins, and I only have one cousin on my mom's side, so, um, yeah. Um, family member, okay. So I am. That's funny to say. I am friends with my cousins. Actually, I'm looking very forward to it because we just be running the streets. Especially Monica, me and Monica, and we have similar personalities. Um, that's not true. But we like. I just realized we don't have similar personalities, but we like the same thing. So like mm. rooftops, iced coffee, reading outside. Monica and I vibe really well together. But um, <clears throat> a family member that I'm grateful for is my cousin Allison. She lives in New Jersey. Um. You met Allison? No, you met Nadia. They no, both Nadia, live in New Jersey yeah. in very close proximity, ten minutes from each other. Allison's my problematic fave. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> she, I was on the phone with her on Friday. And I was like, Allison. She's like, she said like three terrible things in a row, and she's like, I'm like, Allison, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. And she's like, I know, but I'm on a roll. Um, <laughs> and I appreciate her because she be doing wellness checks. I mean, that's what she calls them. She's like, I'm just gonna call you, um, because if I don't, then no one hears from me. Um and yeah, shout out to Allison. Okay, um, a lesson that you've learned that you are grateful for this year. Grateful is a stretch. It's actually a lie, but okay. um, it is a lesson that I feel like I will eventually be grateful for. But th- I, I'm only saying it because this is like the theme of this year that has stuck out. Uh, to me um and although I hate that I that I know this but like I said I think it will eventually be something I found out this year that nobody knows what they're doing Hmm. which I didn't know that and and what I mean by that is like like literally nobody knows what they're doing like if anybody tells you that they know what they're doing they're they're lying to you it's like I'm the type like I was thinking like oh I'm gonna you know I feel like I can get like a rubric or like set directions to do anything like I like equations stuff like like this plus this will equal the result that you want and life just doesn't work that way which pisses me off to no end like (laughs) because it's like it just doesn't like that's why little things get on my nerves so much and it's that's why I feel like I low-key was not supposed to be a person I think I was supposed to be like a tree or something like because this is not working out for me but I just feel like you should be able to like things should just be more straightforward like point a to point b will get you to point c and like i've learned over the past like couple months that life doesn't work that way and that people like literally everybody's just doing the best that they can mm-hmm. um and i feel like i've learned that and i've learned that in work and life in general etc and so like even the people that that look put together, they look like they know what they're doing, you know, whatever. Like they're literally just regular people trying the best that they can. Um, and because well, there was a, I was um, at like a business or like a like a meeting, 
um, with this person and they were like, they used to always like look at this room full of people and think like all the, that's where all the decisions were coming from and there were all these people that were like at the top of their game and and he was like yeah and I looked up and then I was like I was one of them but I didn't feel like oh I got here like you, you just kind of end up there which is like that reminded me because when we were doing that thing for the International Contemporary Ensemble and Joy was like oh just just follow Delaney and Katie and Delaney the way I was like do not tell people that but it's like sometimes you look up and you're in these positions where people are like, yeah, you guys are amazing. And we're just going to, you know, like they're like looking to you for answers. Mm-hmm. And it's like you never really feel like, oh, this is the moment that that happened. You just kind of look up and you're there mm-hmm. and you're just like, dang, I really just got to figure this out. Um, and I thought that that was probably just me. But like, no, everybody is just like everybody has is just looking up like, oh, dang, I ended up here, you know. And it's not really no one is really like has everything figured out you know and it's just like people are just doing the best they can I also learned um someone said the same person said to me if you're looking around for a leader and can't find one it might be you and I was like okay leader Delaney no but you mean like I'm I'm very much like I'm looking for answers I'm very much I I always try to see whatever my opinion is to the person I feel like has more experience than I do and that's why I have a really bad, I have a really hard time trusting my own voice because I always feel like, well, if someone has more experience than I should, you know, like I've, I feel this way, but also is that me feeling this way or is that how people tell me that I should feel and should I listen to them? And what are they like? It's just all of this is too much. And I feel like I'm looking for something that feels like it's going to be, it's going to feel right. But I think a lot of life is just like i hope this is the right decision literally and i absolutely hate that but i'm very young so hopefully have a long way to go so i have to get over it so a lesson i learned this year um that has been helping me a lot actually maintain my sanity is that everything is temporary um so my cousin Nadia said that to me like just in passing about something that I asked her advice on and she didn't mean for me to she didn't mean for it to stick with me like that but it's literally helped me get through so many things like this particular thing that is really hard that I'm going through literally is temporary so I just gotta be here and just do what I'm doing and then it won't be like this forever and then I got confirmation of that I was watching Aaliyah's face my girl and she was like um people see the way the life she's living now and she's like literally 10 years ago y'all watched me six uh, six years ago rather you watched me like I was struggling with my bills I was trying to do all that stuff and it's like I was happy I was just doing and I was like wait hold on because happy for you that that happened but she was saying um that just like this is what my life was so it just that's what it is right now and then you move on to the next thing and I was like oh okay so yeah that's what really been helping me a lot like literally everything under the sun is temporary so you just gotta do what you're doing right here and then it will change later on okay last thing of course we um somehow managed to get to an hour and seven minutes um after vowing for a 20 minute episode funny how that happens a blessing that happened this year that you're grateful for a blessing that happened this year is i moved out of my mama's house and that has done wonders a lot of other things have come up but they would undoubtedly be worse if (laughs) if i still lived at home so 
Um, yeah. Period. I already said mine. My biggest blessing this year was starting to work with Jen. I've just noticed so much more difference in my playing and um yeah obviously there's been other things what what even happened this year was published this year a lot of things happened this year but okay <laughs> but i feel like that undoubtedly especially since i can't imagine what the situation would have been like otherwise yeah that's my biggest thing that i'm grateful for all right we're moving on published Principal viola seat in an orchestra loading. I would hate to be principal viola. Listen, principal violas. Everybody looking to you. No. Right, and then your first season, y'all playing Don Quixote. That's a thing. Like, that's a thing. Like, okay, I remember. <laughs> like, literally, my goal. I remember talking to. I haven't spoken to Jaren in so long. Shout out to Jaren. Jaren, I think he works with the organization in, in Portland, but whatever. He works with EMF as well. Anyway, Jaren asked me when I was working at Ravinia with him what like my biggest career aspiration was and I said to be a section violist and he looked at me like I was crazy and I said I want to go to work and relax I just want to play not relax I don't have to, <laughs> y'all I mean all that stuff y'all gotta do like all that like I remember um you can't um I played um a little chamber thing and one of the things we had to play was um that thing what is that Holberg, who's that? Yeah, we play Holberg. There's a viola solo in in the um in one of the movements. There was two of us. It was me and Michelle. Who had to play it? Michelle. We played all this stuff. We played all this um all this orchestra rep. Who got to play it? Jennifer. No, ma'am. I can sit in the back and play and have a good time. I want to have a good time. I don't want to be stressed. I don't want I don't want that. I want to play my little boom boom. I want to play that as a section of yours. I want to be a part of a team. I don't want to be no team leader. I've done enough leading. Oh, yeah. I've done enough leading in my life. I've done enough of that. I want to go to work. I want to sit down preferably as the orphan last chair, but we can we can't all we can't all have that um that's uh, you know but that's that's my one desire now i'm allowed to change my mind and i'm allowed to grow if that changes my, i'm always changing my mind but that has been steadfast in me for years all right it has magic and i was talking to adam he was like well we, i don't have that luxury adam i'm like well well you get sand innovations when you play medicine scarce so, okay i have the luxury of being one of ten or eight Okay. Okay. Very good. All right. All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Y'all. This week I'm talking about Brittany Green. Now, Brittany gagged me. Okay. Like, when I tell you, she was <laughs> the whole conference. Because, okay, so yesterday, as in Saturday, November 20th, 2021 we had the first annual um isbm convening and britney did a um a session on julius eastman i'm like okay that's gonna be cute or whatever no the quality of this session (laughs) i know i've been to a lot of conferences the quality of this presentation everybody was in the comments People, me, me, Delaney, Marwa in the group chat. I was like, imagine being the smart, using words I ain't never heard before. Like, 
like it was just so well done so put together and i was like i got on twitter i was like nah i've i've never felt dumb until today and she was like (laughs) she was like lies i'm like girl get off my thing i meant what i said and did anyway Brittany green is a north carolina based composer creative and educator she's described as cinematic in the best sense and searing that's by the chicago review Brittany's music Brittany's music works to facilitate collaborative intimate musical spaces that ignite visceral responses um Brittany's research and creative interests include contextualizing the work of julius eastman as we heard yesterday through the lens of queer and critical race theory mapping oral gestures to gestural recognition i'm talking about technology and exploring virtual reality platforms as a tool for experiencing immersive intimate and musical moments her music has been featured at concerts and festivals throughout the united states including the boulanger initiative i'm like am i good did i have a stroke the boulanger (laughs) initiative (laughs) vocal fest Society for Composers, National Conference, New York City Electronic Music Festival, Sprites Institute, and Experimental Sound Studio. She's presented research at the North Carolina Music Educators Association Conference, East Carolina University Research, and Creative Arts Week, and the Dark Water Woman in Music Festival. Her current projects include an artist residency with Time Slips and Black Echoes, Black Rip brick ripples an audio visual interactive installation created in collaboration with media artist kate alexandrite um britney's music has been awarded the asc that has to be oh is it ascap it's probably not ascap the okay the a the asca yeah ascap okay 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 it's on it for me um (laughs) (laughs) i'm a child uh, Ask Our Foundation Morton Gold Award in 2021. Okay. New Music USA's Creator Development Grant and Rebel 60's First Place Music Award. She holds a BM in Music Education from the University of North Carolina at Pembroke, um, an MM in Music Composition and Theory from East Carolina University. And she's currently um, at Duke University pursuing a PhD in Music Composition as a Dean's Graduate Fellow. Shout out to you, Brittany. Keep doing your thing or whatever. I'll phone him. Gang, gang. My piece this week. You know what I came across recently that brought up a memory for me? Remember when I embarrassed myself at your recital? I don't remember that, so. Oh, well, I do. Um, this is when Katie and I were playing the eyeglasses duo by um good old Beethoven. Good old Tovey Tove. So that's going to be my... <laughs> That's my piece of the week. Um, yeah, I just came across eyeglasses and I was like, remember that? I do. Releasing the video? <laughs> yeah, over my dead body. Sorry about <laughs> it. <laughs> you know there's some things like I mean, I haven't listened I haven't seen that video since the initial time that uh you sent it to me because why would I watch it again? But No, you have remember when we were I, doing that thing that was ended up being way too much work. Then that was I think that was the first time I saw it because that's when yeah because I remember because we were like maybe we shouldn't use this (laughs) (laughs) um yeah there's just some things where it's like 
you know how sometimes you look back at your plan and you're like dang i was being too hard on myself I, I recently listened back to some things and i was like yeah i wasn't being hard enough okay <laughs> so let's wrap this up <laughs> okay thank you so much for listening to classical black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at classical black podcast we also have a website classicallyblackpodcast.com if you're black join isbm it's free you missed the conference girl so tighten up um isblackmusicians.com <laughs> follow us on social media at isblackmusicians happy thanksgiving if you're celebrating enjoy your tofurkey and all right your goodbye y'all mac and cheese and your vegan greens and your vegan dressing um and i get to edit oh i get to edit this i can keep going um enjoy your plant-based Thursday. Not you figuring out what he was going to do. I saw you thinking, like, what am I going to do? <laughs> and we will see y'all next week. Goodbye.